Danny Fox has spent most of his career working the waters surrounding King Island, off Tasmania's northwest coast. I'm a second generation fisherman. The boat's been in the family for 50 years. But he's not the only one interested in the region. In recent years, energy giants have pursued the Otway, Bass and Gippsland basins between Victoria and Tasmania. Before exploring for gas or oil, companies map the seafloor by sending loud blasts from powerful air guns, a process called seismic surveying. It's been found to daze and potentially kill lobster populations. It's really the thylacoma stage when they're in the larvae stage, which is when they're most vulnerable. Now, I wouldn't mind seeing an oil executive get into his budgie smugglers, jump in the bath, and we'll put 2,000 PSI in there with a five-inch hose, and we'll give it to him in the bath and see what he thinks. And that's the human being. A, a little thylacoma, which is probably, you know, a mil or two mil long, I, I just don't see how that can survive. Danny says the problem is fishermen don't know how destructive it is until it's too late, at least five years down the track. Those boats are absolutely done their work and they're sailed over the horizon, gone somewhere else, and... You know, we're left holding the baby that we, we, we might have no recruitment from a fishery, which, which was not our fault. One of the latest proposals by multinationals TGS and SLB involves plans to blast within a 45,000 square kilometre zone west of King Island. Two years ago, ConocoPhillips blasted further east in the same basin, and the company is now proposing to drill. The fisherman says he's exhausted by the number and the frequency of projects cropping up. The problem with all the seismic testing is it's different companies going over the same bit of bottom, up and down, year in, year out. The only thing that changes is the name that's on the permit. But he says they're playing by the rules. It's tiring. It's just all the time there's, honestly, there's that many surveys. You see another survey come through on the email and you look at it and you go, oh, just, you know, you don't even make comment for it anymore because they just about go ahead anyway. It's just an absolute given that... You know, they're, they're going to jump through all the hoops. A fish does rot from the head first, and, they, and, and the brains of the whole operation here is in Canberra, and it's in the permit conditions that they set for these companies. The fatigue is widespread across the fishing industry, according to Seafood Industry Tasmania Chief Executive Julian Harrington. Just this continuous threat of activity in their backyard, in the, in, in the marine environment that they rely on to harvest, sustainably harvest a renewable resource. And, and like anything, if, if you get bombarded for even six months, it's hard work to get bombarded for seven or eight years is, is, is push people to the point of losing interest. Their eyes glaze over, they, they go, what's the point? Uh, the, the government approved these things anyway, so what's the point wasting time and energy trying to fight it? Danny Fox wants companies to be more transparent with their data so others can use the information and avoid further surveying. The Tasmanian Fishing Industry Council agrees. Basic seismic data is made public after three years from the end of the survey, but some information can stay confidential for 15 years. It's not just fishermen that are concerned about seismic blasting. Environmentalists are too. The Australian Marine Conservation Society says the effect is far-reaching. There's no aspect of marine life which isn't impacted. It's just that we actually have so little research, we don't know how bad it is. That's campaign manager Louise Morris. Seismic blasting is incredibly harmful to the foundation of our ocean's food web. So that's you know, plankton, which is krill, all those tiny little species which literally get pulverised when seismic blasting is done within a couple of kilometres of them. And you need to remember that plankton is actually the base of the food web for the ocean. One animal that feeds off it is the endangered blue whale. That's their food source gone. And she says it doesn't just affect their meal time. And then we get up into the top end of the food chain when we're starting to think about 
whales and dolphins who rely on their ears to navigate, to communicate and to find food. And seismic blasting is it's 250 decibels, which is kind of impossible to imagine when you're you know, talking about numbers. But underwater, it's about the equivalent of twice a jet plane. And seismic scientists say the best correlation you can do for seismic blasting in water and what it does is to your eardrums is that it's louder than a bomb, which when you think about it is, is horrendous. While no one's being able to test seismic blasting on an animal as large as a blue whale because a little bit hard to monitor and catch, smaller cetaceans such as dolphins have been found to have hemorrhaged eardrums and organ damage when near seismic blasting in other parts of the world as well. The ABC asked Resources Minister Madeleine King's office if the government would tighten rules to prevent companies surveying the same areas or toughen permit criteria to better consider cumulative impacts. They did not directly respond. They said due to advancements in technology and equipment design, it was sometimes necessary to survey over areas where data had previously been acquired. They said the Department of Industry, Science and Resources was examining options to revise data management provisions.